The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. It's another panel discussion and another episode without some key members, Will. We are missing. Matt is still missing. Still missing. MIA. Stooley, still missing. You know what? I even went so far back, Johnny, to watch old 1990s WCW Thunder because I thought since Matt's been MIA, maybe – he went back in time and he joined the MIA. Perhaps maybe. Matt is a misfit in action. Ma- um, do you think he's maybe major erection? Uh, it could be major, uh, major erection. No, he wasn't. It was he was not Lieutenant Loco. Um, uh, he was not Major Guns. But I tell you, <laughs> seeing Major Guns made me very happy. And uh, I, oh, really I'm stopped. sure. I, I Matt may very well have been there, Johnny, but. As soon as Major Guns came on, my, Distract, my yeah. yeah, I was my my attention and my direct vision of sight was totally distracted by Miss uh, Major Guns. So, so I thought, I thought I saw Matt this week. I thought I saw him. Yeah. I was in a grocery store, and I he just does, happened. I happened does. to glance over. Yeah, and it's like Matt. I thought I saw Matt. You know, bending over like his favorite position. The closer I got, I realized it was literally just two glazed hams. Uh, so did the... you think Matt was sweaty because the hams being glazed? Do you think he was working up, uh, you know, quite a quite maybe a, a, a bout of pers- perspiration or perspiration, I should say. Um, maybe he just always has it, you know, like it well, makes, yes. makes his body glisten. Did you know, you don't know this, but when Matt was a wrestler, his nickname was the personification of perspiration. That was his nickname. <laughs> That's a that's a mouthful, <laughs> and that's what the fans would get sometimes. He'd hit the ropes, and his oh, yeah. his sweat would just ricochet into the crowd. So sometimes they would, yes, very. In fact, they'd get a mouthful of Matthew's um, personified perspiration. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, so I I I still he don't was, know where he's at. Do you know where he's at, Will? I don't. But going uh, real quick, I I got to you know wrestle him once, and I got to tell you, when you sweat that much. It's a hell of a defense. I could, oh yeah, I could not get a hold on the man. I, I tell you, I, one of the things I always ooh. hated playing basketball in the streets when you're playing just uh, random pickup games against people is there's always like one guy who always goes shirtless and he always sweats like crazy, and he's, like, he's uh, the worst to guard. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I use that very defense because I'm a very hairy individual, and I also perspire quite a bit it's gotten a little less as i've aged i think my metabolism is changing and it's slowing down so i don't sweat nearly as much but i was like oh boy especially those those uh middle school to high school to early uh 20 man i tell you i was like um i just had armpit sweat all the time i had armpit stains i couldn't wear dark colored shirts i just couldn't do it 
I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to wear light colored shirts. It was it was a nightmare. I get um, it. I understand. Yeah. But you know, I I it's funny you mentioned basketball because I uh was watching Sports Center, right? Uh, while I was at work, they had it up on one of the TVs and I looked up real quick and I thought it was Matt. I'm like, what the fuck is Matt doing at a at a Charlotte Hornets game? Oh, was he at a Charlotte Hornets game? I tell you, I it looked just like him, but you know what it was? What? It was a uh it was one of the vendors going up and down and he was selling uh those giant ham drumsticks. It was just a giant <laughs> ham drumstick. He was selling those. I, I thought that was an odd thing to sell at a basketball. I would have been game. really mad if he if he had come down to Charlotte and not a, at least told me he was in the and, state. And maybe of had tickets because he looked yeah. like he was sitting by himself and he had plenty of seats around him. Oh, uh, I bet that he was, did. That was just the stairs that the, the man was walking up and down. Those yeah. weren't seats, mind you. So I don't think you could <laughs> sit on the stairs because I think that's a fire hazard. So it no, is. I would yeah. uh, a false alarm on Matt. A false alarm there. But uh, oh man, that's sad. That's, well, yeah. Stooley is also still missing. I mean, I don't know how much we care about that. I thought but... I saw him in the bathroom, but uh-huh. um, it wasn't him. It was just uh, it was just someone took a deuce in the urinal. Have yeah. you ever seen that where someone like uh-huh. they put their their ass up to the urinal? They must have. I didn't see the the act taking place, but there was a turd in the urinal. Right. So yeah. I just yeah. peed on it. Because I thought it was Stooley, and I know Stooley likes that, so I thought I'd revive him with my yeah. with my powerful stream of mituration. But yeah. alas, uh, it was not. And then I thought maybe it's Mr. Hanky, but no, it wasn't Mr. Hanky either. Uh, you know, it's that it, time of year. You know, it is that time of year. Yeah, You're right. You know? It could have been in your defense. Yes. Speaking of that time of year, uh, I you know I've been hinting at this, and I finally got in contact with. I can't believe I'm saying this, Will. Santa Claus himself. What? Which one? Yeah. Did you talk to Tim Allen? Did you ask him no, what Al no. Orleans up? This to? is this is this the, the real Santa Claus. The legit Santa. Wait, legit. Wait, wait a minute. I thought I thought Tim Allen was the legitimate Santa Claus. No. Te- is this an elaborate ruse that Disney's been playing on me for all this twenty nine years? I want to break your heart. He's an, I guess, an actor. Wow. <laughs> Just like that Kevin Bacon in the Guardians Holiday Special. He yes. pulled the same ruse on me. He did. He, yeah. he played me for a fool. He rope doped me. He's also thinking. not. He's also not a space ranger. I hate to tell you these things. Well, no, he just did the voice for the space ranger. But the space <laughs> ranger is actually Chris Evans. He just did oh, the you, voice yeah, you're right. Yeah, for the toy for the yes. space ranger. Chris <laughs> Evans is the actual space ranger. You see, that's that's true. It's a, yeah. it's, a it's a common misconception. You're right. You're right. Thanks for correcting me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being there for me. Uh, but I, he contacted me. Apparently, he's very upset speaking of tim allen uh with the santa claus movies and how he's being portrayed and uh i guess here i'll try to bring him in here we go oh, oh, oh. that's right i'm the old pro oh wait this is just i'm santa claus uh, wait a minute you try to pull no. on me prospector now, first Tim Allen, now you, Prospector. I can't trust him. I really am Santa Claus. I don't. I need some evidence besides your fancy red suit and your jingly balls. I mean, bells. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. I said that, dude. Nah. You did say that, but a lot of people can say that. I've even heard there was this wrestler. Um, Some call him uh, Smoke Train. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yep. He used to come out. He used to say ho, ho, ho all the time, too. And then there was one that dressed up just like Santa Claus, but his name was Santa Claus. I don't like that. Yeah. And then he also then later became Balls Mahoney. 
Oh and my I, god! Yeah, I thought Santa was balls. I bet he had the biggest balls of them all. He came out to a song that reinforced that very statement. That's what yes. I was told. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's true. I'm Santa Claus on December 24th. I fly around the world giving toys to all the good boys and girls. And if you're bad, I give you some coal, okay, and you'll okay. take it. I'm going to ask you this. If you're the real Santa Claus, I am. Prospector, old Saint Prospector, Nick. Yep. Answer me this. Back in the year 2004, uh-huh. all right, what did little Billy Smith want for Christmas more than anything in the world? Hmm? What was that? There's like 20. 100 Billy Smiths. You know that, right? All right. Uh, Billy's, Billy Clifford Smith. Okay. Yes, the Clifford is in there. Sebastian, if you need extra clarification, that's my yeah. God-given name that I picked because of, I like a dancing, singing Jamaican crab. Now, you tell me what. What did I ask for that very year in 2004? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say this. You're a very peculiar fellow. So let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. And I'm pretty sure. Let me check my notes here. I've got 2000. I said you wanted a bicycle when you were a kid. I wanted a, a schoolgirl outfit for some reason that one time. I, don't, I mean, whatever you want to do. I'm not going to. Uh, what is this with the. Uh, you really wanted two. Beautiful hams. Uh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Now you're getting close. Uh, oh, 2004. Here, here we go. Here we go. 2004. You asked for uh, this. Uh, this can't be right. <laughs> you ordered a subscription to Brazers. Close, close. You're you're very close. But no, I asked for a very specific item. I requested the April 1999 issue of Playboy magazine featuring Sable on the cover, but I didn't yeah. want just any magazine. I wanted the, the, the copy that was owned previously by one Brock Lesnar. That's what I wanted. I wanted the one that was covered in Brock Lesnar jizz for Christmas, and I didn't get it, Prospector. So you have failed I, me miserably. I don't I believe you're the real set. He's a big... He's a big man, oh, and when I was, asked for it... He was done using it. You could have just snuck in there and grabbed it. You have no idea what kind of lock and keys got that thing under. Just as, like, just as, uh, it's it's the same as Nicolas Cage on the number one super band of Brock Lesnar. He's got that <laughs> thing under lock and key. You can't get to it. I wanted it really bad for you. Uh, you couldn't have. You couldn't even look through it anyway. All those pages are stuck together. That's half the battle. I was going to clone him. I was going to clone Brock Lesnar and his lust for Sable. That's why I wanted it, not for the spank bank. The, the bank oh. had already been spanked. You see. You remember that one time when she came out just wearing hands? Oh yes, I was also distracted because Jerry Lawler sold that so well with his facial yeah. expressions that that blew my socks off. I felt bad for poor Jacqueline. She had a nice little number on that night as well. Jacqueline's also very pretty and gets yeah. overlooked, I believe. Yeah, but yeah, I believe she but, does. But, you know, I just also want to get this out, out of the way. Um, as the real Santa Claus, as I am, just part-time only in December after Thanksgiving, that's when I become Santa Claus. Uh, I just, there's been, a, there's a lot of rumors and, and innuendos and, and such about Santa Claus, and I'm just sick and tired of all the bullshit. Well, you know, uh, I didn't think there was a lot of bullshit for Christmas. I mean, there'd be a lot of deer shit because the the reindeer. And, reindeer, you know, yeah. yes. I didn't know you had your sleigh pulled by bulls. I no, no, Especially that's with not that what... red suit. That's quite dangerous. 
No, no, no. First of all, I am pleasantly plump. I'm not jolly. Also, I can't believe this. I don't know how this rumor got started, but I really just freaking hate cookies. Uh, I mean, and I'm lactose intolerant. Quit leaving me milk. It gives me the it gives me the poops. <laughs> is that and, you why? Know, and Santa doesn't need poops as he's trying to deliver presents to millions of kids one night. <laughs> is that why every Christmas morning when I wake up, there's streaks in my toilet, Santa? Yes. Skid marks in my toilet. Is that yep. from you? I thought, it is. Oh, and also hide a couple little turds out throughout your house to just see if you can find them. I've I found some petrified turds after. I thought it was just from my cats. That's right. Very scared turds. <laughs> They're very petrified. They're scared half to death. Those turds are. <laughs> Sometimes they are quite white because I usually don't find them until April when I'm searching for Easter eggs. And I think it's some white chocolate, but it's not. It's just a petrified turd. He's been scared yeah. half to death. Yes. Yeah. But the other thing is, I actually, when I. So what would you prefer to be left under the tree there, Santa Claus? Well, oh, that's a cheesecake. Cheese, that, but you're lactose intolerant. That's but I'll deal with it. <laughs> and if, I mean, there's a lot of different kind of cheesecakes. Do we have a specific flavor? Cheese, uh, yeah, uh, just cheesecake with uh, strawberries on top and give me uh, some root, A&W root beer to drink. And we're what good about, to go. Can you handle Barks? Because I've heard that one's got bite. Woof, woof. Sure can. I always get Barks when I go to Arby's. Ladies and gentlemen, today's panel discussion brought to you by the wonderful people at Arby's Sandwiches. They have the meats. They also have the Barks root beer. This episode of the panel discussion is also brought to you by Santa Claus's Workshop. That's right. The elves are hard at work for you right now. Just a quick go on Amazon. Go to SantaElves.com. Now, I got to ask you this. What what kind of um, union do the elves have up there? What's a union? They don't have a union. Well, a union, it was originally formed by four gentlemen. Uh, Paul White, the big show, Mankind, oh. Mick Foley, Ken Shamrock, and then Test. And they started this thing called a union, and they would. This was very wrestling heavy already, but I'm down for it. They would march around with big two by fours, and then what happened? (laughs) I know another guy who marched around by two by four, but we haven't seen him in months either. Maybe he joined the union, and maybe he's (laughs) marching up to the North Pole to help your elves join the union. I mean, that could be the thing. Well, they do need supplies if they're bringing up some two by fours. They could build some toys out of that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, that that sounds pretty good. That sounds also, good. Rudolph never existed. Yeah, that's a common misconception. And if he yeah. did, he would have died of cancer of the nose long ago. His name's Randolph, actually. And he's Cupid's son, first of all. Is and that... second of all, he was killed in a terrible accident caused by the Bumble himself. Yeah, that Bumble's no joke. Even when he had, didn't have teeth, he would just gum you to death. He's fine now. He's a me and him. Uh, got a uh, me and him actually meet every Tuesday to play checkers. Oh yeah, does he play? Yeah. Uh, does he play with the red or the black? He switches it up. He I never know. That's yeah, nice. that's nice that he changes. NWO red or black? Yeah, he, you never know. Oh, so he's wolf, wolf pack. pack for like yeah. He was. No, that makes sense. Yeah, you think that's how they came up with the wolf pack? They were tired of playing chess and they just started playing checkers. 
It's got to be, right? Yeah, that's that makes the most sense to me. Pretty sure it's what Bischoff said. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so any know, other questions for Santa Claus? Because uh, I'm going to answer them today and today only. Yes, yes, Oh, Baron, yes. Yes, yes. This is a question, kind of a. I can't give you legs for the fifteenth time. I don't want them. I don't even want them. You see, because I like scooting. I like scooting. I like to scoot. Yes, I like to scoot. Um, I uh, this is kind of a conundrum I'm in. Perhaps you could help me out with this. Well, before you get to it, yes, yes, yes. Baron, I'm just going to tell you, you've been a good boy this year. Yes. And when mm-hmm. you look underneath that Christmas tree, you may find yourself a little bit of a scooter. Oh, I see what you did there. Yes, I can scoot around from town to town. It's one of the ones that I have to play. I don't want to get that app. I don't want to. No, pay. no, it's all it's all free, my, oh, my friend. Wonderful, wonderful, yeah. wonderful. I'm going to scoot like crazy. You're not even going to see me. I'm going to scoot so fast. It's going to be You're great. You're going to be able to go up to 60 miles. That's very fast. Yes, it's faster than I've ever scooted. Mm, yes. Well, I, I'm kind of a conundrum here. I, 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 what would you suggest to get a, a neighbor in my neighborhood? Yes, you see, who uh, a minor disagreement, uh, some based on some confusion. You see, uh, earlier t- and and uh, Schmitty, this may affect you because um. He's more your neighbor than mine. I just live in the crawl space, you see. Um, but uh, uh, earlier today, yes, I was stringing some lights on the house because Schmitty, the humbug that he is, piece of shit, you didn't put up three lights on the outside of the house. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to climb up on the roof. Well, I tell you, I was low to the ground. Imagine how hard it was for me. So I didn't I didn't get on a ladder or anything like that. I was taking the lights, stringing them to and fro. And you simply live this, on the roof. I was bored on it. Oh, you, yes, yes. <laughs> so were those pesky pigeons that sometimes <laughs> shit on me while I'm trying to do things. But they were not here. They have since migrated, but not the Canadian geese. You have to watch out for them. They'll come at you like crazy. Yeah, I know. One attacked me once when I was jogging. Yes, well, you wronged him. You owed him money, you see. Yes, you took a loony from him when he desired a toonie. Mm. So they all—they've uh, all been known to attack runners if they owe them money. Yeah, they're assholes, is what they are. Pieces <laughs> of shit. If you're learning anything from pedal discussions, that all pigeons are assholes and pieces of shit and pieces of garbage. We yeah. don't like them. I hate them. So, well, uh, nevertheless, I had things in my eardrums. Oh see. my God! If Stooley dressed as a pigeon, he'd be a stool pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> that is that 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 right there is quite a marvelous pun you've just strung together, Mister Johnny. Kudos yeah. to you, my friend. Kudos. But I do what I can. <laughs> yes, and I tell you what I was doing. I was stringing the lights while listening to some music. You see, on my earbuds, and as I string the lights, you know what happens, Johnny, when you try to string the lights. What's Smitty, that, Smitty? Do you know? Well, sometimes they get tangled. Yes! Yes, they get tangled. And as I was trying to untangle them, it became more and more tangled, you see. And what as a I was web is to... being weaved. Yes, it was quite the web, a spider's web. And as I was trying to untangle, I was getting more and more furious with myself because I was failing. So I was like, you piece of shit, you motherfucker! What is wrong with you? Fucking do the lights, you dumb motherfucker! So as I was saying this, I'm untangling the web and listening to some classical music by Bach. 
Bachman's Turner Overdrive. You see? And yeah. I turn around, and there's my nice neighbor standing on my front lawn looking at me quite discerningly. Which is strange because he's a very nice fellow. Was it was it Tom? Yes, it was Tom. He's quite a nice fellow. And he's mouthing things to me, but I can't hear him because of the overdrive, you see. So I take out my ear pod and I go, hi, Tom, what is going on? And he says, what did you call me? I said, nothing. And then he saw my earbud and he let out a chuckle. And I let out a chuckle. And I said, I'm sorry, Tom, I didn't see you there. I was yelling at myself and channeling my inner clock W. Griswold while I was putting up these very lights. How many cats did you burn up? (laughs) Oh, I didn't burn up any. They came to me and I squashed them with my scooting. (laughs) I scooted over their tails and then I rubbed their faces in it. So, uh, yes, there was a little disagreement, a little misunderstanding. So what do you suggest I get as a gift of... um, Gratitude to, to Mr. Tom to let him know that I did not call him a motherfucker or a dumb piece of shit. I was referring to myself. Is you got a you got an answer for that prospect, or maybe a nugget of gold or something? I'm Santa right now. Um, yeah, I got a great answer for this. So Tom uh, really needs some uh, earbuds of his own, so he doesn't have to hear you. <laughs> That's a very good idea. You're cussing I, yourself when you can't get lights out. That's a very good idea. That's a very good idea. What do you think, Baron? Yes, yes, it's very thoughtful. Plus, it plays into the gag that we just had. That's a little miscommunication. Yeah. That. And do you think I should give? I should probably upload some Bachman turnover drive to him. A hundred percent. That's what I will do. So we can jam out together. We're going to air guitars while we scoot around <laughs> the front yard. Be wonderful. Yes, neighborhood bonding. Yeah, it's some reason for the season. It's going to be fantastic. Tis oh, so- the season to be joyous and jolly. You know, joyous and jolly. I have not seen uh, the newest episode of the Santa Claus because I thought Tim Allen might need a little break because I thought he was getting oh, ready to deliver my God. Have you been watching? Have you been keeping up, Johnny? I have, but it's a new episode. Uh, don't hold get. Up? I think so, and it actually ended on a really great cliffhanger. Yeah. So I'm very excited for the next episode. Uh, oh, wonderful. I think it's going to be a big reveal on a character. Uh, okay. I got a feeling. I, I think we may see. My guess is we're going to see some Bernard. Be my Ooh, guess. Yes. Yeah, because they kind of hinted toward it, but we'll find out on the next episode. Uh, Santa slash Prospector, though, uh, hates the show. Oh, does he? <laughs> That's it, it... right. That's right. My wife's been dead for hundreds of millions of years. That she has. And my kids hate me. Oh, they do. Well, you did you did you just steal from them all the time and then pillage? Oh well, yeah. Different reasons. Okay, that, that that's probably the reason they hate you, though. I mean, I'm not saying it's not valid. I'm just saying they hate me. Oh, okay. The bitches. So, so your your gripe is more the uh, factual. Uh, Inaccuracies. My gripe is that even though their reasons to hate me are valid, I'm their dad and they shouldn't hate me anyway. Yeah. I mean, and also, I really needed the money. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. How else am I going to buy all that smack? You know, Santa does love smack. That's how we keep yeah. awake all the all those hours to deliver. That's all the other thing I want. That's the other thing I want people to know who listen to their show. Santa Claus loves his smack. 
Is that what you'd prefer they leave you? So you can yes. bumps from house to house. To if you could actually, actually, if you could take the cheesecake and put smack on top of it. Well, that's the powdered sugar. You've had the cheesecake, yeah. have the strawberries, and then sprinkle the So then I won't smack. even remember having to poop my pants. <laughs> yeah, you won't have it, you know. <laughs> if I pooped my pants, I probably would want to forget as well. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it just it, it gets everywhere. Stooley told me anyway. Well, Stooley would know. He likes to shit himself regularly. Um, <laughs> I'm glad the show's still going well for the Santa Clauses. How many episodes are in this show? I think six. I believe six total. Okay, so we got, what, this was episode four, so we got two more to go, right? I think so, yeah. That seems yeah. right. End it right before Christmas. So, um Yeah. Very nice. Uh, speaking of Christmas and Disney Plus, uh, Johnny informed me that this Friday, the the ninth of December, uh, we're getting a director's cut of my, one of my favorite Christmas movies, probably my favorite rendition of the Christmas Carol, the Muppets Christmas Carol. They're re-releasing this with a never before seen song, and uh, you know what, Johnny? After you told me this, I. I, I think I remember seeing a deleted song, but I didn't want to look it up online because my memory's going and it was I was impressed with myself that I remembered something that I think I saw so long ago. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, it's a song with the young Ebenezer Scrooge yes. and his bride to be. There, yeah, there's a very, a very sad it's a very sad scene that actually the song makes it even sadder. Yes. Um and that's basically what happens. It's it's the Muppet Christmas Curl Extended Edition is what it's technically called. Um, it it's just like you said. It's uh, they edited the original one. Obviously, I do think that some of these scenes have been seen before, like on special releases, Blu-ray releases, and stuff like that. Yeah. But the one that had been on Disney Plus had been just the original theatrical one that we've all seen, and I agree with you. It's also it is, it is my favorite edition of the uh, Christmas Carol for sure. Yeah. There's other ones that I like. Uh, you know, there's a, like a Disney animated one. It's got Mickey Mouse and all them. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, there's a. I thought that um, that one with Jim Carrey not too long ago, uh, wasn't that bad. But this one's by far my favorite one, and it's got a long history with it. Uh, it was like one of the first things that they kind of did after, um. You know, Jim Henson died is one of the first things that came out after his death. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of uh, interesting things about it. So uh, I'm looking forward to it, too. It's I've I've already watched the original version this year. But as soon as that comes out, I'm watching it again. <laughs> so. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Me, too. Um, Yeah, I think it was like Brian Henson's directorial debut. It, yes, it is. Yeah. So um, that's yeah, Jim Henson's son, for those yep. who don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, And uh yeah, I like Michael Caine's great in it, and uh, I, I'm a little upset. I'd like to see some more Muppet hijinks, but I understand that they probably didn't film any more Muppet, Muppet hijinks, or all the Muppet hijinks they did film was so excellent they just had to keep it in the film. What What is mind-blowing is if you actually go back and look at the critics when this came out, like it was very mixed, and, I'm, and I watch it every year, and I'm like, what are these? Like, this is just brings joy to me. How did... Yeah, I don't understand how you could see that and not like it. 
unless yeah. you're like you hate Muppets. Yeah. It's only which then I don't even understand you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't make sense to me as, as a as a living, breathing thing. Um <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but um like oh, oh side note side note that uh, that movie also has some of the creepiest puppets too. I mean, uh the the first ghost, the ghost of Christmas past is beyond creepy. That little doll face thing. Good gosh, yeah. that thing creeps me out. That's like they did something similar in that mirror mask movie that came out under the Henson brand, like in the yeah. like early two thousands. It's a creature that was similar in that. And yeah, that one's creepy, but yeah, the, and then obviously the ghost of Christmas pa- uh future. Yeah, that one's also creepy, but that one's supposed creepy. to be creepy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that one of the of, of the past, I, I remember seeing as a kid being really creeped out by that thing. <laughs> yeah, that was that was not um a fun thing to watch. But uh I love but then I love how you sandwich it with the ghost of Christmas present and he's just that big yeah. jovial guy and he's awesome. Um, yeah, but he's also sad too because he gets older as he's there. <laughs> that's true. Technically, he kind of like his life is going on before you. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he burned out quickly. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. I forgot about that aspect. And it. the music's fantastic. Though. I love the music. Yeah, that everything. that song at the end. You know, how can you measure uh, the value of a man? Just look at all his friends. Like that song yeah. is just so beautiful, so good. So yeah, this Friday on the 9th of December, watch the completed version the extended version because i think you're right this is the first time that they've actually shown it in its integrity it has been released in deleted scene form but you could never see it like integrated into the movie as a whole yeah i'm pretty sure that's that's what i'd read it's it was originally a lot of the scenes originally deleted because i know that song that you brought up for example was taken out because it was just really a big bummer. <laughs> yeah, and this is this is supposed to be for kids, and it was already kind of dark to start with. Yeah, I think that's uh, when I if, if I'm remembering correctly, I think that's why they said they cut it. It was just so they loved the song, they loved the singing, and it was well yeah. done. But they just said it was it just brought the tone down <clears throat> to a point that they didn't want to bring the movie down to. Um, so, but yeah, that's coming to Disney Plus, and also um, Wednesday the seventh. Uh, we're getting another episode of Willow. Um, yes. That just recently came out last week. They started with a two episode premiere. Um, Johnny, what did, did you watch it? And if so, what did you think? I did indeed watch it and I am hooked. I loved it. I can't wait for the next one. It, it somehow, when I like, when did the original Willow come out? Like, what? How long ago was that? Do you do you know? Let's see here, Willow. I want to say eighty-eight. Yeah, eighty. Late eighties. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's been, good God, uh, you know, thirty years or something like that since I'm really bad at math, but you know, it's been a long time since we've since we've revisited that world of Willow, right? Yeah, and they've done like I'm sure they've done comics and stuff. Yeah, probably. Yeah, there's like nothing. Yeah, but I think that's one of the hardest things to do is when you've waited so long, and we've gotten examples of this now. Uh, to to go back to a franchise, it's not so easy to pick it up right where it was and have that same feel, right? Like they have the same feeling of the original, and that's, I do yeah. think that. Yeah, and I do think that this series so far, again, it's all, I've only seen two episodes. It's all that's been out as of this recording. 
I think it's going down the right path here. Uh, all these, all the characters to me, uh, the new ones are likable. Um, the obviously Willow is awesome. It was great to see Willow again. Uh, and just this world and those bad guys were really freaking creepy and cool looking. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, everything yeah. about it was hooking me. Uh, I, I, I don't think there was a character that, that very least somewhat intrigued me in this. And that is saying something because I was ready to watch this and be like, ugh, you know, uh, I was ready for it to not be good. But I personally really enjoyed it and can't wait to watch more of it. What about you? Uh, I, I agree. Like I went into this with I'm, I was I was stoked, but not I didn't know what to think. Um, But the one thing you mentioned that I thought they did an exceptional job on is they picked up the feel of the universe yes. like, right away. And like it didn't it didn't feel forced. It just felt like you were stepping back into that world, even though over 30 years had passed. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, and I agree with you. I liked all the new characters to a certain degree, whether I actually liked them or didn't like them. I felt something about those characters. I thought they were all intriguing and interesting. Um, right. Which is way better than just not giving one, you know, rat's ass about them. <laughs> so. Yeah. And like they like they didn't over explain the characters. They I mean, like, I, I don't want to. I mean, we've seen it, but spoilers like like right away. The first scene, you see the princess and like her first night in charge. And you could there's chemistry there. Like right away. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. There's chemistry there. Nope. Yeah. And, and huh. you picked up on it. Right. That's, away. Why none of that, that's why none of that surprised me whatsoever. Yeah. They didn't hammer it home. It was just there. Like you could pick up on it right away. Um, I loved how they introduced yeah. the, uh, the the prince. He's kind of like you. Th you think he's a womanizer, yeah. and he's going to be just like um, his father, you know, Val Kilmer's character um, from the original. And seeing Sorsha again when she popped up, she kind of had the same vibe, but obviously more mature. Like we talked last week, they waited all that line with Disenchanted, and like the character felt like it hadn't evolved at all, and it's been X amount of years. Like when you saw Sorsha, right. you like you still could tell it's the same character at its core. But you could tell that, yeah, time had passed. She's a mother now. She has older kids. She has different responsibilities. But you still got the yeah. vibe of that character. Um, did you did you think uh, or did you like the, I guess I would call it a twist, a little twist on who uh, actually ended up being. I loved um, it. I loved it, too. I loved it. I loved, I loved it. it as well. Yeah. I, didn't, I honestly didn't see it coming. I tell you this. I uh, This is one of those shows uh, my mom likes to watch stuff with me sometimes because she doesn't have Disney Plus. So uh, we, she watched this with me, and first of all, she also absolutely loved it. But she called it. Did she? <laughs> and I was very surprised because I didn't. Yeah, because I didn't think it was good. I, I assumed that it was going to be. I thought it was going to be either uh, the prince himself somehow, or um, the princess. Obviously, made sense to me, but like I. Or the or the night any of those main characters we saw at the beginning because how they introduced the baker what what's her name on the show I won't just call her the baker but she has a name oh well they introduced her uh, as, as Dove but Alora Dannon right yeah yeah uh, right yes uh, but she's called Dove or whatever but yeah she's uh, called Dove but Alora Dannon and that's the name of the baby but they kind of yeah that was the name right. of the, the baby in the first one that's like what the evil witch is chasing and what they're trying to protect. And like, yes. it was one of those twists that when it happened, like I didn't see it coming genuinely, but then when they, when it happened, I'm like, that makes sense. 
Like, it's not just a twist to do a twist. Like, it made sense. And then the second episode, thank God, you know, we got it right away. Because then the second episode, they explained why, how it happened. And it made it even, it made even make more sense. Yes. And I mean, and all the characters, I think we're going to find even more about them. Uh, you know, like, you're first introduced to this uh, prince from the from another area who the princess is supposed to marry. And you kind of, and he seems very um cowardly and lackluster and like he didn't have a lot to offer but as the first two episodes get going you actually i actually started liking him because he was adding the stuff he does have skills that he starts bringing to the table yeah he's more um, of a well he's like he's just smart he's like a, yeah he's, he's philosophical more so than just like your you know sword swinging swashbuckling right. prince or king uh but then we do have that other character that was locked in the dungeon that we learned yes. is the squire of Mad Mardigan. And he's kind of, he gives you that swashbuckling, charming, yeah. Han Solo level of, he's he's kind of scummy, but you can't help but like him. And he's, you know, he comes across really genuine. And it's another character. Like, you don't know a whole lot about him, very minimal. Yeah. But he has, like, little one-liners that are just, like, make you engaged with that character. Yeah, and, and, uh, and you know, we're kind of comparing this to Disenchanted. Uh, and I think that another thing that Disenchanted kind of hurt itself on is its tone. Like, it didn't feel like it knew really what it truly wanted to be yes. tone-wise. Uh, this, though, everything <clears throat> in Willow felt like it fit. Down to the the serious moments and the humor all felt yeah, like genuine. they genuine and real for this yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I I didn't even know Aaron Aaron Kellyman was in the show. Like she, I loved her in Solo. I loved. I thought she was one of the best parts in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, so yeah. I didn't. I honestly was surprised that she was in it. But she's she's great. She's the one who's uh, the like the first knight in command of the the princess, and they have yeah. a relationship. Um, and then um, but talk about knock it out of the park. And I'd like to see if you feel the same way I feel about this. But is it just me or is Warwick Davis like, all right, I don't think I'm going to get another acting job. So I better fucking nail this and knock this out of the park because Leprechaun's done. He is freaking incredible. He is he's, incredible. Yes. He's like, like genuinely just like crushing it. And like, yeah, Willow, phenomenal. I thought in the original Willow, <clears throat> it was like at the beginning of his career. And I thought yeah. he was more kind of annoying than charming and likeable. I get that, yeah. He he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad in it, but you can definitely tell that he's way more seasoned now. Oh, he's amazing. Like, I can't take my eyes off him yeah. whenever he has a scene. And, like, he's just awesome. Like, his little subtleties, like the scene where they're they're riding on the cart and uh, yes. Laura, Laura Dan yes. is like, hey, I just want to let you know that, can we, like, walk? Because I'm getting nauseous on this cart. He's like, no, no that we can't walk. And he's trying to teach her magic. And she just vomits on him. And his, like, reaction is so genuine in how he, like, just the subtleties of that performance. The, yeah. I, I dare say the screen lights up when he's on it. Like, it just, everything, he just improves every scene that he's in. And something that's already good to start with. And then you add him in and it actually just highlights just how good it is. Yes. He's like by far so far in the first two episodes, I thought he was like the best character minus, I think I have like the, his daughter 
it's just, oh, yeah, I don't she's know great if it's just, too. I don't know if it's just you, but or, or if it's just me rather, but I found her character to be very intriguing and we don't get a whole lot from her, but just like the love that they show between, you know, her and her dad and, yeah. um, you know, the little thing like, hey, I was the one who found you and it's the best thing I ever did, referring to when early in, you know, Willow, she's her and her brother are the two that find Laura Dan. And yeah, um, but I thought she was such a cool character, especially how the second episode ends when the villain is questioning them. Where would they go? And she gives him the wrong answer. And then he re- when he realizes that they gave him the wrong answer, she just she vanished. Um, yeah, I hope we get to see more of her character because I thought she was really cool. Um, and, I, and I liked how that episode ended too. a great cliffhanger. She's been trying to learn magic this whole time, trying to get that plant to grow. And she doesn't think she's done it, but because she gets kidnapped, but the camera pans back over to where she had been. And guess what? Uh, Her magic's coming back. And that's just so cool. Yeah. Like it's, I can't wait for tomorrow's episode. Like this show, I hope it keeps going the way it's going. And I I can't imagine it's going to stray. But I love the characters so far in it. Um, You think. This is a small, small complaint, and I could see how it could upset people, but I don't think it's going to I don't think they're going to make the same mistake that Disney made with Luke Skywalker. I they're kind of like framing Mad Mardigan like he just ran away and he's a degenerate. And um, I feel like at some point in this show, and I hope it's true, I think we're going to get a reveal where he left to do something heroic. Yeah, to save the realm, and yes, obviously they had to minimize his involvement in the show because uh, Val Kilmer's throat cancer, you know, condition, and he he can't really speak well or at all. I think I don't even think he can speak at all at this point. Um, so they had obviously had to downplay his screen time just to the fact that you know, as an actor without a voice, that's very hard, and you know, I'm sure he could do something, but right. um. I feel like we're going to get that reveal. The other thing that I'm, I'm kind of curious about is like, we kind of get a feel that Willow's wife passed away with that. Yeah. Kind of showed a shot of her, but they never really mentioned his son. <clears throat> right. He, he has mentioned like once, right? Yeah. But they don't like, but never brought up again. Really? Yeah, Is he around? I wonder if it'd be kind of, I was cool wondering if, the same thing. Yeah. If like Willow's son and mad Martigan went off on some kind of side quest to protect the realm. Um, Because I I feel like they've learned, I feel like Disney as a company kind of learned that what they did with Luke Skywalker probably wasn't the best idea. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sucked. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like with Mad Mardigan, especially with what the actor who portrayed Mad Mardigan has gone through in his life. um, If those of you who don't know, like his father um, embezzled all his money um, and basically bankrupted Val Kilmer to the point he had to do conventions just to make ends meet. And then with his throat cancer, um, you know, diagnosis, he battled through that. And uh, I mean, there is a special, I believe it's on Amazon prime about, you know, the struggles that Val Kilmer went through when he was like a, a high ranking, a high class uh, actor that went to Juilliard, like classically trained. He was very uh, method uh, motivated in his parts. But uh, I feel like, if they having the real life actor go through all that heartache and real life, I don't feel like it would be in their best uh, interest to then take one of his most beloved characters and just throw it under the bus. 
<laughs> yeah. I think they would get a lot of hate if they did that. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like we're, I, and I hope we get some kind <laughs> of redemption for Mad Mardigan in this show. Um, but kind of going back, like the, in the first episode, the other thing I really liked is they explain, you know, Mad Mardigan ran away. He abandoned us, his, his two children. And you get the feeling yeah. at first that his son is going to follow those footsteps. They, they be very emotionally unconnected because they kind of frame him as his playboy. But I really liked how they kind of flipped it where, no, it's actually his daughter who's kind of emotionally unavailable and just kind of does what she wants when she wants and doesn't care how it's going to affect others. Yeah, she kind of she snaps at people. Yeah. Who, who are obviously just who also just care about her like a brother. Like yeah. She's just saying. Uh, she was really harsh to him before he gets taken. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> and then she's still kind of uh, there's harshness with her when it, and her other relationships too. So, uh, yeah, you're right. They do kind of turn the tables there for so sure. I, and know. obviously, like especially they played it up like it almost played up more where the son was kind of like got more seemed forgiving that Mad Mardigan left. Obviously, doesn't want to follow those footsteps, but like the daughter definitely holds a grudge. And yeah. I think that's a great character development where like she doesn't want to be your father. She wants to do everything she can to not be like her father, but she's being like her father in every way yeah. that she doesn't like. And she's yeah. yeah. So I I that which is really which is real life stuff. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it that's what makes it so believable. You're in this fantasy yeah. world, but you can believe in these characters. So uh oh, and another thing too, real quick, uh before we get off of this topic, also comparing it to disenchanted. Uh, you can tell with Willow they came in with a much bigger budget. Oh just in yeah, how it, like the show it looks, actually, it looks it looks fantastic. Yes, it does. Disenchanted, really disenchanted looked fine, but it definitely looked whatever its budget was. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. totally. But Willow looks incredible. Looks incredible. Yeah, there's a lot of practical stuff in it. Um, I wonder if they're using. They, it, like, I think they shot it. They shot it in Wales. I think it was. Okay. Or somewhere like wherever they shot the first, the original movie. They shot this in the same place. Okay. Uh, and nice. you can tell because it's beautiful scenery. Good God, there's some gorgeous shots in this thing. Well, I'm 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 glad I that this came out after Rings of Power because that would have made me hate Rings of Power all that much more. <laughs> as far as just like scenery. <laughs> And uh, character development. It's like night and day. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, we're going to get a new episode of that uh, tomorrow as of the recording of this episode. And I'm looking forward to it. I don't even I hadn't seen how many episodes are in the se- series. I think I'm just going to go in blind and see where the story ends. And like. The nice thing is, I think this is doing well, just just judging by the fact that. Uh, they have Disney store exclusive action figures from the original movie that are oh, in the really? same. They're in the same style as like the original Kenner Star Wars figures, like the three and three quarter with just five points of articulation. And before the series hit, they were still available on the mm-hmm. website for 20 bucks a piece. They made like Mad Mardigan, Sorsha, Willow, and then the evil queen. And then her bodyguard from the first one. I can't remember his name, but he had like that skull mask. They were yeah. all still available, and then as soon as the series hit, they're on back order. Yeah. So yeah. Th- that's the other beautiful <laughs> thing. I feel this series is going to reintroduce the original movie to a whole new generation. And I, I looked up, I won't tell you, but I looked up how many episodes, according to the Google search I did, and it seems like the right amount of episodes to me. Cool. Good. It's not going to drag on yeah. like uh, Andor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
what else did we get this week? Um, I think we got some trailers. Oh, we got right? a lot of. We did get some trailers. Which one do you want to tackle first? I'll take this for a second. I'd like to cover the trailer that has been blocking the 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 house that I currently reside in the crawl space. This trailer looks like a piece of shit. It has things pouring out of the windows. Uh, it's been beaten, meandered. There's a gentleman standing outside of it pumping the sewage from said trailer into the storm drain. Very hazardous. It smells like shit. And when I'd go out there for a morning jog, you see, he would look at me and he would say that his shitter was full. And, oh, wait a minute here. That's not... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How sorry. many cats did you burn? Sorry. No, I uh, I was confusing a movie, a motion picture with real life again. I apologize. I'm going to... Wait, wait. Well, yes. Baron? Baron? Are you saying, are you telling us that you're also Chevy Chase? Oh, I could very well be Chevy Chase. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps I'm Chevy. Yes, yes. You didn't know this? Ezra Miller, I mean, I've been Chevy Chase this whole time. Did you see that movie Fletch Lives? That was based on factual events. <laughs> yes. Well, it makes sense because as far as I'm concerned, nobody likes being around you. <laughs> so yes, yes. Well, both sense. of all of my personas, except for maybe Baron. Uh, that one doesn't seem to be so bad, except for that piece of shit, Stooley Steve. Uh, but he is, in fact, just a piece of shit. So, you know, man. I don't take his advice or his point of view uh, uh, to heart, you see. But yes, uh, no, uh, I haven't been to a trailer park in years. Where do you go to see all these trailers, YouTube? Um, no, uh, they're, YouTube. Uh, they're um, not like the trailer that people live in. Trailer for a motion picture. Um, that's They're advertising for it. Almost like a, a longer, higher budgeted commercial. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that makes more sense that you'd see them. Because, uh, I, I mean, I can smell trailers sometimes when I walk through the park. But, uh, yes, well, what trailers did you see then? Any with wood paneling? Yeah, yeah, some of the trailers you saw had wood paneling. <laughs> Just like um, my station wagon from my childhood, yes. I tell you, you got to love uh, Yeah, what happened to wood paneling? You know, bring it back. <laughs> it should come back. It, I, I think it never should have gone out of style. I agree. <laughs> uh, which one do you want to tackle? Let's do um, let's do Transformers. Yeah. Um. What did Transformers Rise of the Beast? Is it? Yeah, I believe okay. so. Um, I'm. I I originally when I saw this, I thought it was a sequel to all of them. I didn't realize that. I believe it's just a sequel to Bumblebee. Is that how it's working? I was really confused. I do not know the timeline of any of this stuff. <laughs> so yeah, it's supposed to like it was it was uh like Bumblebee was kind of like a soft reboot. Yeah, Bumblebee is by far my favorite of the movies. Oh, it's, it's the best one by yeah, yeah, without question. It was like a soft reboot, and I think they're just gonna follow that timeline now. Uh, well, I'm cool with that because again, like I said, that's my favorite of the movies. <laughs> so. Yeah, I honestly didn't. I think I tried to sit through Age of Extinction. Oh, sorry. Yes, excuse yourself. I tried to sit through Age of Extinction, but uh, I couldn't get through it. And then I didn't yeah. even watch the last night. I've seen them all. They're they're fine. I think my problem with them is even down to the design of the characters. Like I would, I've always loved Optimus Prime, but it, I really hate a lot of these designs where they take these characters and make their movie designs way more complicated than they need to be. 
Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes when I'm looking at a Transformer the movies, I like I can't even really tell what I'm looking at. It looks like just a bunch of lines just kind of put together. Agreed. I'd like to see something that's a tran in tra- in this like robot form and be able to tell by looking at it what it can transform into. Yeah. AKA like the original cartoon. Exactly. Um yeah. So I'll, I'll definitely give this a shot because I thought Bumblebee was a lot better than it had any right to be. It's just a good oh, yes. film. And um, I am also, I, I'm a little, I was born in like mid eighties. So I didn't really get into like V one, like the version one transformers beast beast wars was actually my introduction to transformers. Um, and obviously in this trailer, we get to see Optimus optimal prime, the ape, um, which I was kind of confused because it's isn't Optimal Prime just Optimus Prime with his spark? Yes, uh, that's what I, so, that's what I thought. That's what I always thought. I was. So I wonder how they're gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering how they're gonna do that with this movie. Yeah, and yeah. That, I'm I'm confused slash intrigued because we're there in the trailer. We have a scene where Optimus Prime is talking to Optimal Prime about kind of like the the yeah. coming threat. But if we get like Rat Trap, and yeah. if we get. Uh, I forget what Ironhide's name was, but he was like a. I think it was just Rhinox. He was just like a rhino. What's the What's the cheetah's name? Because they showed the cheetah. Uh, I can't remember I his think name. It was just Chitar. No, that's Thundercats. Is it Cheetor? Cheetor? Yeah, I think it was just Cheetor. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, I will. Man, if Dinobot shows up in this, I will scream yeah, if happy. Mega, <laughs> if Megatron as the T Rex shows up, that'd be awesome. I just need Dinobot himself because he was my favorite on uh, Beast Wars. Bring Dinobot. That's the uh, one of the few. Uh, like made for, especially made for kids cartoons. There's an episode of Beast Wars where Dinobot sacrifices himself and actually dies. Yeah, and uh, Kid Johnny cried. <laughs> oh. oh, that was a heart wrenching episode. It was like one of those cartoons where it was on before I went to school, so I just it was like that in Pokemon, and it was just a weird yeah. early yes. morning lineup. But I would just watch them because they were on. It was the only cartoons that were on. Um, and I just kind of got sucked into both of them. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm glad that Michael Bay's, I think he's just executive producer. So he's not directing this thing, which is great because the man, I don't know. Uh, you either love him or you hate him. He does yeah. have some movies that I do like, like I think pain and gain is just a wonderful. It just depends on the movie. Yeah. Honestly. It, yeah. He's done movies I've really not liked. And he's done movies I've really enjoyed. So it's just agreed. Agreed. He's hit or miss for me. Yes. Um, and then, uh, you know, kind of hit or miss for me as well as a director is James Mangold, uh, who's penning the fifth Indiana Jones film, Dial of Destiny. Um, <laughs> he's he's done some stuff I've really liked, though. Like, I feel like his hits really work for me way, way more than the misses he's had for me. Personally. Yeah, I mean, I loved Walk the Line. Um, yes. Fantastic I, movie. I didn't really like logan or the wolverine as much as most people like i didn't think they were that good. i thought logan was very good um logan i thought was was pretty good just didn't do it for me i don't know if i just mentally checked out of the fox view men verse or by that point or what but um yeah so he's helming uh in d5 now there was speculation gosh maybe last year that this indie film was going to involve oh, real quick. Uh, did you ever see the oh, Johnny there? Did you ever see the reboot of 310 Yuma that Mangold did? Because it is it is spectacular. 
I have not. So that is on my watch list because I have heard that film is great. Um, I'll have to get over. It's my, insanely good. Yeah. So I'll have to get over my muscle, my Russell Crowe dislike. He's really good in this. I, I get it. Christian Bale's fantastic too. Yeah. But there's uh, some supporting cast in this. I think Ben Foster just one guy's name and he is. He steals this movie. He is so good. Okay. Uh, if you ever watched it, he's the, he'll be the, um, he'll be like the main henchman, if it makes any sense. Okay. He's not the leader. He's not, the, he's not, the, he's not the leader, but he's like just right under the leader. I'm weird when it comes to Westerns. Like I have to be in the right mood for a Western. Yeah. But when I, when I am in the mood for a Western, like I like thinking on it, there's like 10 Westerns that I've actually, I absolutely love. But I'm just not like I like a sci-fi movie. I can watch whenever, wherever, like a western. I just yeah, I, get like it. I gotta no. be in the right mood. Um, but yeah. I didn't even realize that James Mangold directed that. But I've had I've heard nothing but good things about that. Three Ten to Yuma. It's one of my favorite, definitely one of my favorite westerns. It's so good. So yeah, like yeah, I it took me years to sit down and watch the Man with No Name trilogy. Yeah, and it's and good. Yeah. Dude, it's so fucking good. Like. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why have I waited like all this time to finally watch this movie? Yeah. Uh, all three of them. They were great. Same thing with like um, Unforgiven. Like I. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm like, oh, this one, the best picture. I guess I should give it a try. And it's amazing. So I will try to watch that actually within the next coming weeks. With the holidays, I usually have some downtime where I can watch some movies. So I'll try to do that. Um, but, but yeah, Indiana Jones, the the new one. Uh, about a year ago, it was heavily speculated that it was going to involve time travel. And I don't know, man. I really hope not. I thought it was just going to be bullshit, but Dial of Destiny and like <laughs> some of those shots of Indy de-aged, it didn't look like they were flashbacks to me. It looked like they were almost like redoing. I, I, I'm sc- Yeah. Uh, I'm scared of that, too. Like, let there be flashbacks. I pray they're just flashbacks. <laughs> if it's time travel, I'm fucking out. Like I am beyond out. Like, uh, cause like the, the reports yeah. were like, Indy goes back in time and he rewrites the timeline to the point where Indy never existed. And if that's like, I really hope that that was just over the top speculation. And I, um, I will I, on record. I've said this. I'm more forgiving to kingdom of the crystal skull than most people. Uh, I, I am too. Minus the monkey vine swinging and the f- nuking of the fridge like those. Yes, I, I I rolled my eyes as well. But like as a movie as a whole, I know a lot of people were pissed because the aliens and like I'm not an overly religious person. So to me, like aliens and the Mayans, that makes more sense to me than a magic cup that a carpenter had and who's the son of God and you pour it on you. And, and it's Spielberg. Healed. It's Spielberg. And guess what? Spielberg loves aliens. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. um. I just hope this isn't time travel, but I wasn't thinking that until I saw the dial of destiny and I'm like, Oh God, I hope not. I hope, I hope not. Yeah. I hope not either. I man. Oh man. Uh, if this is, I'd assume this would be the last Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones movie. So you'd want it to be good. It should just be about him being old. <laughs> it should, but I feel like they're going to do the same. About, I, feel, yeah. I feel like they're doing the same thing. It's going to be like a passing of the torch film which you can't you just don't do that you don't do it you can't you can't pass the torch to another character nobody's gonna care exactly exactly yeah they already they literally already tried it in the last movie yeah 
and um, nobody cared. No, nobody <laughs> cared. Nobody cared. And that was like the height of Shia LaBeoufness. And I'm yeah, I'm more of a Shia LaBeouf fan as an actor. Uh, sometimes it's I don't know some of his stuff he does in his personal life is good. As an actor, he's really bad. good. I agree. Yeah. I mean, he's had some... yeah, as an actor, he's good as a person. It's 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 up iffy. and down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. like if if you think he's a terrible person, I can understand. But he does have some redeeming qualities, as all t- terrible people do. Um, if you if you don't think he does, just look into Peanut Butter Falcon and the beautiful relationship he had with the co-star in that film. And it will let you. That's an amazing it, movie, too. Yeah. Even like Honey Boy. Like that was it's very. Really good. Yeah, great movie that was kind of let you into why maybe he is the way he is. So being yeah, a child he, actor yes. and I agree. So uh, so we're both we're both we both have reservations about this Indiana Jones, <laughs> as I think most people do. Um, so yeah. fingers crossed because we I don't want to see, I don't want to have another South Park episode of Indiana Jones. <laughs> Getting, <laughs> getting, yeah, getting uh, penetrated. Getting take, yeah, getting yeah. taken advantage of. Um, yeah. then the, the right, but the other the other trailer though, Guardians yes. of the Galaxy Volume Three. Oh. Uh, we finally got our first look at it. Uh, I think me and you both uh, consider the Guardians are. Uh, I know for myself, it's my favorite Marvel MCU stuff by far. Me too. Yeah, me too. Uh, Without I question. absolutely love it. I adore it. My favorite characters are there, and. Uh, this trailer, I again loved it. Thought it was fantastic, and I was already thinking, man, they've already said that a couple of our guardians are probably going to die. Like it's already been hinted at. Uh, Did they say a couple? I that's what I heard. Yeah, a couple. Okay. Of your fa- of our favorite. They that's the I think the quote was a couple of your favorites might not make it out of this one. Uh, of course, the one that most people think will be is Batista's character because he's he's come out and said this is his last MCU stuff. Is this yeah. movie? Yeah. Uh, so it would Which, make sense if we don't see any more Drax. Yeah, because he said it's it's getting tougher at his age to keep the physique, and we kind of talked about that um, during the holiday special and the shirt. Yeah. Um, which I totally get, and uh, but I think more importantly, like he straight up was done if James Gunn wasn't coming back. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. And James Gunn's not coming back. Like, yeah, not, not this on... is his last MCU thing. He's going to DC right after this. Yep. And he's yep. The, he's kind of the Kevin Feige of the DC moving forward after this movie comes out. Um, So, yeah, I, I could see that. But I, I feel we're definitely I think we're also going to get Rocket. I think Rocket's going to be done. I um, think so, too. And I'm going to tell you now, Rocket is my absolute favorite. I mean, I've said this before, my absolute favorite MCU character. So. When and if that happens, I'm going to need some consoling. <laughs> and yeah, that uh, I just feel because the story seems it's going to be rocket central because yeah. we're we're seeing, you know, we're kind of going to get the the wool pulled back of why rocket is the way he is. Uh, we're getting the high evolutionary. Um, yeah. That planet they're on is a direct result of the high evolutionary character. Yep. Uh, what he does, he takes primitive beings and he evolves them at a rapid pace to bring them up to sentient form. Um, and then we also got to see Adam Warlock. Uh, the yes. Design, the yeah. design looked really cool. And I thought so too. In the comics, uh, obviously Adam Warlock's been around for a while. It's a shame that we didn't have him for Infinity War because he played an integral part in the comic. But um, before that, in the comic book, he actually 
kind of, you know, I'm speculating that the sovereign sends him out to destroy the the guardians. And then once he finds them, I'm assuming while they're battling the high evolutionary uh, character, he teams up with him and he's kind of just like what that character does. He tells him, Hey, you're not just this mindless machine. That's designed just for killing the guardians. You can evolve. You can be your own person or being, you can have your own desires and wants and wishes. And I feel like he's probably, I would assume going to do like a little, he'll be kind of like an anti-hero and then turn to more of a, a heroic character after that. So, yeah, I agree too. I'm very honestly, I mean, you both are excited for this movie, but some other news that dropped speaking of James Gunn and his DC stuff. Um, apparently the directors of that highly, um, controversial decision of not releasing the bat is it the bat girl or bat woman? I can't remember which movie it was the one that they made, but they didn't release it. I think it was bat girl. All right. So the, so apparently those directors uh, have said, Hey, we have a meeting with James Gunn. So, uh, maybe something's going to happen with that movie now. I I think they like fucking just axed all the footage though. I have no idea. I, Why I, would you do that? Like that's just. <clears throat> I get if you think the movie's not good. Maybe the movie isn't good, but uh, a you already made it. B Brendan Fraser is like coming back, right? Like he's at this is his comeback right now. Yeah. Uh, so you got to strike when his iron is hot, man. And I bet he's. Fa- I really just want to see him in. I want him to, yeah, yeah, I want, I just want a comeback story for Brendan Fraser because he seems like just a genuinely yeah. great, great person. Um, but I, I believe a month or two ago when this was all coming to light that they canceled it, it's not coming out. I thought I read a report where they said they just fucking like, it's not ever going to come out in the, the, because the directors of it said that we would love to have it come out, but it's just not going to. They've already destroyed the footage because they were afraid of another release the Snyder Cut campaign from the fandom. And they wanted to just fucking axe it from the get go. Well, that seems uh, counterproductive to me. But that's been that's been Warner. It's not Brothers. my money, I guess. Yeah, that's not my it, money. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you think about it, it wasn't their money either because the film was made under the Warner Brothers banner, and then after this decision was made by Discovery. So yeah, after they, the merger. Yeah, yeah, after the merger. So this wasn't their money either. To them, it was just a project that was done. It wasn't their money. They were, you know, they could have made money off of it, but they decided to just can it, shit can it, which is, yeah. I hope well, speaking that's not... of Speaking of, speaking of DC losing money on a movie. Oh, speaking of shit cans. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny, like what, when it came out, Black Adam came out, what, a month ago? Something um, like that, yeah. I personally didn't have a huge desire to go rush to the cinema to, to see it. I know, Johnny, I believe you felt the same way. I know Matt, when right. he was still, maybe that's where Matt went. He just... Went to the theater to see Black Adam, and he just couldn't get out of the theater. That's just that's, never returned. They're, they're trying to, and they just charge him every time he sees it. They're just, maybe that's how they're yeah. trying to make their money. That, I should look into that. I'm going to go to the reel yeah. and see if he's just trapped in there. You know, I mean, to just, do something like that, Matt would probably have to get a second job. Yeah, very well could have. You know, maybe he was a to target. Pay for it. Yeah. Maybe he was a, the target of this this <laughs> DC conspiracy to milk their fandom for all its yeah. worth. Makes sense you know? to me. Could be, yeah. Yeah. Um, there might be some truth to this, hmm. especially during this holiday season. You know, especially you know they, yeah. they got bills to pay, they got presents yeah. to buy. That could just very well be it. But this movie apparently is going to lose a hundred million dollars. That is mind blowing to me. Well, yeah, 
Cause like the first couple of weeks are like, Oh great. This is, this is the new start of the DC universe. This is a great film. Everybody loves it. And like, I haven't, I literally saw reviews of people. They're like, so what'd you think? It's like, it was a movie. I watched yeah. it. And that was there. I watched it. Yeah. That's it. It, it, it seems like it's kind of just there. Like yeah. it's not, it's not awful, but it's also not um, something. Yeah. It's also not. Yeah. Yeah. That's great to put it. That's the impression that I got from people who had seen it. I haven't seen it. I will watch it whenever it comes out uh, in a place in which I can watch it. I'm not going to go out of my way to see it though. No, uh, I don't mind. I like the rock. I like him. I like Dwayne Johnson, but, uh, and I think he'll actually be all right as this character, but, the, but the, you know, as a comic book nerd, like it just really bugs me that Shazam has nothing to do with this movie. And that was his call. Personally, he didn't I know. Want, he does not want to work with Zachary Levi. That's what I heard, yeah. I I hope that Shazam Fury of the Gods just kills it. I do too. the box office. <laughs> I and he's forced into doing it. Yeah. Cuz fuck too. you like yeah, you're like I'm getting to the point now. I think my first red flag was like when he was doing the press for Jungle Cruise which yeah. I was amped for, and I was very disappointed by Jungle Cruise. Like I thought it was all right. I didn't hate it. I, I just was expecting more from it, I guess. Yeah. I think my anticipation was just too high for it, I think. But, like, he does these wonderful good deeds, but, like, he's got to, like, record them and upload them. Like, Didn't we fight over this before? <laughs> we I, think we, this. I think we did. But it's yeah. like, just, like, you're the rock. You're, like, Everybody thinks you're like you bought your mom a house. That's great. Why do you have to like film? And then like, okay, if you want that for yourself, that's great. But like to, to upload it so the whole world can see it, I don't know. I don't know. I just think I think it, I think the stuff would get out even if he didn't say it though. Um, yeah, because yeah. he's just so he's just so stupid famous. But I I see what you're. I understand like if there's a if there's an actor or somebody that I kind of have mixed feelings of if something remotely negative comes out, I'm quick to jump on it. So <laughs> that's exactly what you like, mean. I, I guess the flip of it would be like Keanu Reeves. You hear that he yeah. does all these wonderful things, but you hear it secondhand. He's not like right, sitting yeah. there recording it and like putting it on. Yeah, he's like, barely on social media, right? Yeah, yeah like so. he just does these super nice <laughs> humanitarian things and he just like, he just does them because he believes it's the right thing to do and he just wants yeah. to help people um, and in between filming a john wick movie he's got stuff to do like that yeah, yeah. it's really nice yeah uh, um but i wonder this could be the first chink in dwayne johnson's armor after Jung jungle cruise was kind of protected because it went right to streaming and you, know, yeah. you could kind of fall back on that but this was supposed to be like his next big tent pole and yeah this did not do well um so but i also think I also think that it's really tough now in the environment we're in for any movie that is trying to kind of forge its own path in a way uh, to be a big hit in a movie theater type thing. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of people don't even go to the movies anymore. I haven't been to a movie theater in, to God, easily a couple years. Yeah. <laughs> easily. Uh, I, and I just have no want to do so. Uh, I mean, I was feeling that way even before all that stuff happened. Like, just, you know, people were the worst. But um, You didn't like the feeling that you were surrounded by locusts just chewing? And no, I didn't. Munching and, and crunching? And always on their phones. Uh, guess what? Uh, when a the theater's dark, 
uh, I know when you're texting. Yeah, that it's is just FYI. Yeah, very annoying and very distracting. Uh, even if it's a movie I love, it's still very distracting. Um, luckily, like with my profession, if I do go to the movies, I I can go like during the week, during the day. Oh yeah, yeah. So that that. But it's not as bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. The uh, yeah, the last movie I saw in like a packed house was Spider-Man No Way Home. And yeah. it was just very annoying. It was very annoying. Well, I mean, that's also what I'm saying though. Like those movies, like your MCU, the big MCU movies, like Spider-Man, the ones that get a lot of hype behind them, they're going to make their money for the most part. But even those, I mean, that last Thor movie, whatever you thought about it, uh, open a weekend, it, it, it didn't seem near as big as the other ones, right? No, no, uh, not at all. Not at all. Uh, and it's just, it's, you know, we we're getting... I did hear somewhere that uh, Marvel was talking about restructuring the next yeah. couple phases, as in not bringing out so many a year or maybe kind of uh, taking their time away. And I'm all for that. Please do that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That I believe the article said, you know, quality over quantity. Marvel's yes. new yes. approach to phase five and six. 100%. Please do that. I'm begging you. Yeah, uh, you got to pump the brakes a little bit here because it's just too much. All the shows. Yeah. Obviously, I mean... They were they were trying to launch Disney Plus as best they could as quick as they could. So hence why the yeah the 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 vomit of all these new shows, um, just to try yeah. to get some brands that people could recognize so that they'll subscribe. Um, but now that Disney Plus is established, I really hope that they do kind of pump the brakes a little bit and uh, agreed do a little bit less and let it agreed absorb 100%. what you're releasing a little bit better. And I'm and I'm really hoping, and I have a lot of faith in James Gunn because I usually like the stuff he does. Uh, so hopefully he'll really help DC kind of get on track here. Uh, yeah. But you know, as I was trying to say though, that that Black Adam movie, I think it just if you're going to make a movie that costs that much, and you're really depending upon people who because this. Like this is supposed to appeal to uh, audience of people who love the rock, right? And also audience of people who love comic books. You would think that would be the two or comic book movies or he- superhero movies. Uh, but any superhero nerd worth their salt was like, "Well, where's Shazam in this?" Right? Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. It makes zero sense, zero sense at all that your first Black Adam movie would have no mention of Shazam. Like it literally makes zero sense. Uh, and that's even- that's. You, it you just could, annoyed me that yeah, you could have even put him in like the Justice Society. Yeah, you know he doesn't have to be front and center, but you yeah, just, you do, at least or even just acknowledge that he's a character in the same universe yeah. that has the same freaking fucking... have like a news like just have a newspaper with his picture on it or something. Yeah, I don't care, but just acknowledge that he's alive and in this universe. <laughs> yeah, that yeah that that rubbed me the wrong way as well. Um, because they did have some stuff I really want, like Pierce Brosnan. Uh, as Doctor Fate, I really want to see that. Like, I think yeah. that works. Uh, I, I've always he's my you know he was Bond when I was coming up as a person as yep. a, an adult. Uh, so I've liked him ever since James Bond. So uh, since Goldeneye. Uh, so uh, you know, I'm all for him. He's a great actor. I think he'd be a great Doctor Fate. I'm assuming again, I haven't seen it, uh, but yeah. Um, the other thing that I'd heard too was that, and I think I've heard it's about his other movies. Is the Rock just doesn't want to lose fights in movies or something like that it started so basically he's uh he beats it started with like the yeah it started with like the um, the uh, fast and furious movies right sort of yeah there was a clause that 
uh, a clause, you say? Yeah, the clause. There was a rock clause uh, <laughs> that he and Vin Diesel could not. Um, they had to land the same amount of punches. Yes, or something stupid like that. Yes. Yeah, something so dumb. But uh, it reminded me, I forget what movie it was. I want to say it was but, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I believe that the, the the two main leads in that film, they had it in their contract where they had to have the exact same words of dialogue in the film. <laughs> so petty. Like, who cares? <laughs> That's what happens when you get to that level of yeah, of fame that, and success. Yeah, and guess know. what? You know what? You know what? Uh, the people who hate Superman, you know what their main complaint is, is that he's too powerful. So all the fights don't feel uh, like worth watching. Like there's no chance that he's ever going to lose. Yeah, right? but then he like he lost to Batman and Batman v Superman. I thought that was one of the best parts before. Uh, I mean, the fight scene was cool until they hit. I know, Martha but I'm just saying. I'm just saying, if you ask anybody who hates Superman, that's one of the yeah, things they always bring up. Yeah, exactly. So, so like, why would you want to play an invulnerable character? Yeah, where are you, where are you going to go with that? You got to, uh, yeah. Um, that that makes a character way less interesting by far. If you're you taking know, away anything that can uh, make them interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you something, Johnny. I I hope I hope that Dwayne Johnson's career crashes and burns and and it, it's oh, that's harsh. And he's yeah. just he's he's in the gutter. You see. And Keanu yeah. Reeves comes along and he helps him out. And you know why I wish this? Because he, I want him to wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Hollywood, <laughs> and I believe it will not happen unless he's down on his luck, out of money, and he's forced to lace up well, those boots. I don't think he'll ever be out of money. <laughs> oh, I wish he would. I wish he would. I hope the NFL, the XFL, sorry, I got confused. I hope the XFL crashes and burns just like it did with that Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Perhaps, I thought it already did, to be honest. You know, he bought it. He bought it for a sandwich. And now he's going to come back and it's going to it's going to be on some kind of network for television in the year 20. What kind of sandwich? It was a meatball marinara sub. Just one. Oh, that's why those things are delicious. Yes, it was quite a good deal. But I'll tell you this, I hope that I he, think he broke even. I hope he, he rots in the gutter for maybe just five minutes so that he signs on the dotted line and he can fight the tribal chief at the showcase of the immortals, the granddaddy of them all at WrestleMania 139 in Hollywood. And Sammy Zayn comes and saves the day. He's feeling very oozy. I feel oozy all the time. I put on, <laughs> I'm so oozy. Put oozy hot right on my right on my stump. And when I'm I have, scooting, I have bad arthritis. Give me that oozy hot. Yes, when you scoot all day long, you have to put it on your on your stump. Mm, yes. As you're going from house to house, all in one night, I gotta, you gotta be have honest. that heart. Gotta be honest, I'm kind of siding with Baron on this one. I would like to see The Rock versus Roman Reigns, and I don't think it's going to happen unless he bottoms <laughs> out. I I don't know. Uh, I'm with you. I don't know if I want to see it though, because who wins? Uh, you know, well, we do uh, as part... fans. <laughs> do That's we? Who wins. Yes. <laughs> yes, we win as fans. That's who wins. I don't know. About that. I'm kind of done seeing, even if these are older guys I liked, uh, you know, kind of let the now generation have it, you know, personally. No. That's me. Well, well, yeah, you'd have to put Roman over. He would have to, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then but he'd really he? be down you know, we were... Then he, I mean, yeah. his family, maybe maybe he realizes that he, he can't, he's so down on his luck. Now he puts Roman Reigns over, and then Roman Reigns becomes the highest grossing 
star in Hollywood. I don't think he cares about family. I mean, when all that started, it was with the the Fast and Furious. That's, That's all the movie's about, family. Yeah, you're right. He was quite disrespectful, especially started with Tyrese. Maybe Tyrese yeah. could have a run in, and uh, it, he cost the Rock the 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 match. And that they actually film it all, and it's for Fast and the Furious 32. Yeah. Oh, just side note: this is this has been a wrestling heavy episode, but when that Sami Zayn beatdown happens, I will, I'm also going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to be giddy with anticipation and glee because it's going to be. Yeah, he's going to be so he's already over now. Can you imagine how over he's going to be when the that's, when his. But, that, but that's why it's going to be so heartbreaking because he's not going to win. I know it's going to be. Great. Oh, no, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be so, incredible. Yeah, I, I I am looking forward to that as well. My current favorite thing happened in wrestling is Sami Zayn. So I think that's everybody's right now. It's just yeah. so good. But um, that. Yeah, oh, I finally saw the um. speaking of everybody's favorite thing. Everybody's favorite video game is Super Mario Brothers. I finally saw that trailer. That oh yeah, what did you think? I, yeah. I loved it. I showed it to my daughter. She was she's huge into Mario and she really loves Princess Peach. So like to see it and like it's Princess Peach heavy. She's right front and center in the action. That's yeah. going to be like a whole family trip to the movies, and we're going to be so excited. But it just looks awesome, and I think Chris Pratt nailed the voice in a way that you can't. I mean, you can't do the Italian stereotype. Right. But, like he, the little things, like, you know, woohoo. Yeah. I yeah. thought he did great. Yeah. Yeah. So did yeah. I. I. I also like Charlie Day as Luigi. I did too. That and I didn't think I was going to because Charlie Day has a very distinct voice. Yes. But and I he thought, doesn't change it at all for Luigi, but no, it worked. But it worked for me. I, I thought it worked wonderfully. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I think that's it on track. Like, I just, you know what I was thinking of? Uh, you know, if this movie does well, if they did a, spinoff where it was luigi's mansion and charlie oh, day was doing that i was just thinking about how great that would be that that's gonna be, be that would be so amazing that would be wonderful i hope so i hope yeah i think this movie's just gonna kill it i think it's gonna be a, i think so too yeah, yeah. it's gonna be it, it's gonna just make buku buku dollars it's gonna be what brings people back to the service yeah. um I, I, it honestly will take a family movie to do it i believe oh it's gonna yeah i mean i feel at this point it's not gonna be avatar 2 it's just not gonna it's not gonna happen. No. Which is literally in like ten days, by the way. Did you realize it's coming out that fast? <laughs> oh, it's just crazy. And I don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. I, I have I I have zero cares about it myself. You know I, what it, it probably is, is we're being poisoned by all of our testosterone. That's probably what it is. Yeah, that's gotta be it. Yeah. That's gotta be it. If I didn't have all this testosterone, then I'd be able to think clearly and to know that I should go see this film. Yeah, that's got to be it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, oh, what was the? Um, you said you had some really big Ninja Turtle news that I personally would love. Oh, it's gonna not. What kind of socks do you have on right now? Tube? I don't. Or I'm gonna put. I'll put socks on just because you're telling me if, they're gonna. Yeah, knock if them you off. could, yeah, just put some socks on so that I can then knock them the fuck off because <laughs> it's been uh, it's been uh, teased. We got a little shot of a computer image of a specific action figure from a certain movie that has a secret about a certain kind of ooze. And it's a oh, figure wow. that we never got ever. First time ever, we're getting the man who likes to dream. But I'll tell you, if he if he dreams of it, maybe next time he'll dream about it, maybe just a little bit thinner. We are going to get <laughs> a Kino 
action figure. Ah, uh, uh, you gotta be kidding me! With uh, Ernest Ernie Reyes Ray Jr. has signed on for all the all the the uh, likeness rights. He was posing with the uh, prototype action figure that's sculpted, uh, not painted yet. But not only do we get Kino, but we also get Kino's sweet sick ass ride. It's going to be coming with his pizza delivery scooter. This is amazing. <laughs> I can't wait for this to come out. It's probably going to be knowing the way NECA products are priced. They're at this point, they're like $40 for a single carded figure anywhere from 60 to $90 for a double carded figure, which is mainly how they release their Ninja Turtle figures, either on single card or double where you get yeah. two figures. This is going to be, you know, a deluxe figure figure with the, with the bicycle. I'm guessing probably 70 to 80. Yeah. I'm, that sounds I'm about right. Assuming. And I think they're going to do something similar to what they did when they released the Judith Hogue, April O'Neil figure about two years ago, where they released it in different tiers where you could get just a basic figure. You could get the deluxe figure that came with an autograph. Yeah. So I'm thinking they might just do a regular Kino by himself. And then the deluxe figure, the Kino with the motorbike is also going to come with an autograph. And if well, it comes honestly, with an autograph, I think, I think it'd be like that. 150 because yeah. just the April O'Neil figure with the autograph was a hundred bucks. They did that makes throw sense, in though. a trench coat. She came with her trench coat, only yeah. the deluxe. Um, well, I also heard that the actor, uh, Ernie, what's his name? Ernie, Ernie Reyes, Reyes Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Ernie Reyes. Uh, like he's like, he has, um, he's dealing with health issues himself. So I did uh, not he, know that. So yeah, I, hope... I think something to do with his kidneys or something. I could be mishearing okay. or misremembering that. Uh, okay. But I do remember on a podcast I was listening to that uh, he was kind of, maybe he's better now. I hope he is. Cause I, He's awesome in that movie. So. Well, I believe a lot of the proceeds from the original April O'Neil sale did go to a charity that she had set up. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if a lot of this goes to help him in his in his hopefully no longer time of need. Hopefully he's doing well. Yeah, I hope so. he's like yeah. an Uber fan. Like he's super excited. I'm like I loved Kino as a kid. I I was pissed oh, off yeah. that Kino and Casey Jones didn't have adventures. Like I want to see that. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. Or at least have them, got meet. them together. Yeah, they never met because yeah. Kino was only in part two. And Casey was only in part one and part three. And Raph's got to introduce him. Yeah. Raph has, he's got to, he's got to, he's got to, yeah. he's only <laughs> if he's a little too Raph, can he introduce them? So again, uh, nobody could take that as a podcast thing. Cause if I ever do Ninja Turtles podcast, it will be called a little too Raph, a little too Raph. <laughs> um, and this was wonderful because, uh, just recently in the mail, I received, I pre-ordered the four pack of the Ninja Turtles from secret of the use. And they came in the mail, and unfortunately, I didn't know what they were. And with all the Christmas hullabaloo, uh, I opened it. I'm like, what the hell is this? I don't know what this is. Because nor I normally get, like, a shipping confirmation. I didn't even get a shipping confirmation. It just showed up. Like, they didn't even tell me that they shipped it. So I opened it, and I have the four turtles from Secret of the Use. which, if you're an uber nerd like me and Johnny, you realize that the turtles look different in part one from part two. Not a big difference, but a difference. And as I was opening them, I, I immediately knew what it was, and I'm about to go close the box again. And my wife's like, "Are those Ninja Turtles?" I go, "Yeah." <laughs> Don't you already have the movie Turtles? Yeah. Why do you have four more movie Turtles? Well, this is a different movie. <laughs> <sighs> and then she just walked away. But I'm so happy that I have them because, especially if you have them, I have them <laughs> on a, a shelf 
very close to the shelf with the, the turtles from the first movie, there is a distinct yeah. difference. And the oh, fact yeah. that I had to have them because I'm such a big Jim Henson fan and they were the last thing that Jim Henson workshop made before he passed away. So I had to yeah. have them. Um, but I can't wait because I'm put Kino with his fucking scooter right next to him. I'm going to make sure my turtles go on a diet so that when Kino shows up, they're all a little bit thinner and he doesn't have to dream of them that way. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, it's the best, the best line in the film. Uh, Kino's a delivery it's near boy. the beginning. It's right at the yeah. beginning. Kino's a delivery boy. We're going to get in the field for him. He's going to zoom out on his scooter to deliver some pizza to April and the turtles. And he's, as he's getting on his bike, he sees a group of These ladies. two women. And, yeah. and, he, and he goes, hey, ladies, what's going on? And they look at him and they say, well, in your dreams. And he goes, yeah, well, in my dreams, maybe you'll all be a little thinner. And then he just laughs yeah. and he scoots off into the night. It's wonderful. Which is funny because they're not like they're not remotely fat. No, they're not at all. They're, but they are scarfing down pizza. But it's just like, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it's a dick dick move, but they were kind of being bitches to start with. Yeah. They're yeah. being mean to Porky. Yeah. I think they broke even. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. they looked they look so disgusted. And now I hope they didn't get anorexic problem, anorexia problems after that. If so, then I apologize to those ladies. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm glad we got that out of the way. You were line. smoking. Um, so yeah, there was that. Um, the other thing that I just wanted to touch on before we could probably wrap things up. Did you see Ghostbusters Afterlife, Johnny? I did, yes. Okay. I, I personally really liked it a lot. Um, they did green light. I also liked it. I also yeah. liked it a lot myself. Uh it hit me in the feels. I loved I, for many reasons. The fact that um it was directed by Ivan Reitman's um son. Uh, Jason Reitman, I thought it was his directorial debut, knocked it out of the park. Uh, while I'm on the subject of the Reitmans, actually, I just remembered this today, right now, this very second, uh, there are, I'm sure you can find it. I don't have the exact details, but, uh, Hasbro is releasing a, uh, Ivan Reitman figurine in a Ghostbusters uniform. They're only making two, two of them. That's it. And it's going to be an auction. So they're going to be high ticket items, but I just think it's cool they're doing it, and it's going to a charitable foundation. Well, that's but cool. if you want to see pictures yeah. of them, you can look them up online. It looks pretty neat. But yeah, uh, yeah, I and also it's and also the movie's about Egon, and he was my favorite Ghostbuster. Oh, so. I was always a uh, uh, kind of like Zetamore. I always liked Winston. Maybe because as yeah. a kid, from after I watched part two, I just kept doing that. Winston. <laughs> Um, but, um, they announced that they are greenlighting a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Unfortunately, Jason Reitman is not going to be back to direct. Um, but, uh, they announced the director, which I didn't recognize their name. I unfortunately did recognize some of their previous works. Uh, and I only say unfortunately, because they weren't anything that really, I, uh, heard good things about. Or that really, um, the one film I did see, I didn't really care for that much, but it is a child's film. So the new director is going to be a person by the name of Gil Keenan. And he previously directed uh, Monster House, City of Ember, A Boy Called Christmas, and the 2015 remake of Poltergeist. Was Monster House the animated movie? Yes, it was. That was the only one that I saw. 
I, that's the only one of those I've seen, and I I like that movie, but I've only seen it once, and it's a long time ago. Exactly. Um, the only reason I've rewatched it is because Halloween time, my kids usually put it on, and I don't sit yeah. and intently watch it. But there's been nothing in it that has grabbed my attention where I've wanted to watch it. So I hope uh, um, this isn't a uh oh, and the Ghostbusters franchise goes downhill again. I hope they are able to keep riding that upward trajectory um, because there's streams up there and you got to cross the streams. So you got to go up across those streams. You can't go down to cross the streams unless you're thinking next to your best friend and you can cross the downward streams. But do you think Bill Murray will be anywhere near this? No, not at all. I think it's only, I think the only returning character is going to be Winston, maybe uh, Annie Potts. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I don't think we're going to get Bill or maybe Dan. I yeah. think if we get Dan, it'd be like a really quick cameo yeah, type thing. But Bill's yeah. not going to have anything to do with this at all. Nor is yeah, I think he, he, I, I don't think they would, with his current stuff going on, I don't think they'd want him anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, if I think maybe if Ant Man Quantumanium isn't affected at all, because Bill Murray's yeah. going to be in that, I could. I don't know. That's different though, because Bill Murray is just whether he likes it or not is just connected to Ghostbusters. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. Um, yeah. I, but I still don't think, even if this wasn't coming out, I don't think he'd come back. I, I don't. I, I would agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Unless, unless he comes back and he gets killed, because he yeah, wanted that he's for, the, for yeah. a while. Yeah, he's notoriously hard to get a hold of in the first place. So exactly. Yeah. So I can't see him, even on good terms, coming back to yeah. to Ghostbusters. So yeah, you're probably right. Um. Yeah. That's uh. That's all I got for this wonderful week uh johnny got anything else in closing uh no just that we miss matt uh we hope he shows up soon you know what uh, I, you know what helps me johnny is what, I, I go home that? after this very podcast and i just eat uh, uh an entire glazed ham and it helps me feel closer to matt and get over his absence just a little bit better yeah i get it yeah, yeah. um i understand it's just like when like Carmen Electra stopped being on TV and I just found like two cantaloupes and just put my face between them. That, that helped me with uh, Jenny McCarthy when she left singled out. Yeah. When Carmen Electra came on, I no longer had to worry about the cantaloupes, um, <laughs> so, but it might help you. Yes, yes, yes. And I'll tell you something that I do when I go home, I go home. Sometimes I, as much as I hate that son of a bitch, sometimes I do miss Stooley Steve. So I tell you what I do, Johnny. No prospect of that. I take a big hunking shit. <laughs> and I leave it on the floor. You know what I do? I ridicule it. I yell at it. I call it terrible names. Go, you piece of shit. You suck. You smell terrible. And I hope that you die a terrible death. And then I put it in my toilet with my hands. I pick it up. Mm. I scoot over to my toilet. And I plop it in there and go plop. And then I flush it. I watch it spin around and around and around. And I watch it get sucked down the tube of my toilet. And I say, good riddance to you, you piece of shit. It makes me feel better. Yeah, I get it. When I'm Santa Claus and I have uh, eaten, uh, drinking some milk and I go out to like, like toast just to hit me, I uh, just can't hold it. Guess what? I poop out candy canes. Candy canes? Oh, well, oh, that's ooh, the hook. Ah, yeah, that's kind of, it doesn't feel great. Ooh, that's like a cat's barbed penis. When I learned about that, I felt bad for all those little girl kitties. 
Because yeah, the uh, the candy canes. Oh, also them. my penis is also barbed. <laughs> Maybe that's what you get. You've been you've been subjugating all these people to your barbed penis, and now you get candy canes coming out. You took us. And Mrs. Claus never complains. I mean, she's dead, but she never complains. Well, yeah, maybe she's the one who's putting the candy canes up there. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Very well, could be. Oh God, it's a conspiracy. It very well could. Maybe. Maybe. Um, she just wanted it to be a little minty up in the old bunghole. You never know. It could be. A it thing. does smell better. Yeah, I'll give her that. Yeah. yeah, I would imagine if there's pepper yeah. up your ass, your you know. your farts would probably smell better. Your shit would probably <laughs> smell better. You know. You heard it here first on the panel discussion. If you want your poops to smell better, just stick some peppermint up in there. <laughs> I yeah, that that might work. You, you probably instead of a candy can, you could just get those little. The little uh, mints that come in the the clear plastic, and you just twist them, you poop like a suppository. Oh yeah, they're they're just circular. They're not near as painful. Yeah, that's what you should do instead of the uh, the candy cane with the hook in it. So I would yeah. recommend. And what's worse is when like candy canes hook into each other, and then they're trying to come out of your butt. <laughs> it's oh, it's like a, it's like a barrel of monkeys situation. Yeah. <laughs> And they get all tangled up with each other like the Christmas lights. Oh, yeah, and then you start swearing at them. And then your neighbor thinks that you're talking to him. And then he asks questions, right, Baron? Yes, yes, yes. And it was quite the conundrum. Yeah, I would imagine. I would do it. That'll do it. Uh, so, ladies I mean, and gentlemen. I, I think we're done. Yeah, if you could find Matt out there or Stooley or, or, or Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Or Steve yeah. uh, Stevenson. Yeah. yeah. You just let us know where they are and you tell them we miss them. Come on back yeah. for the holidays. If you do, I'll put you on the nurse list. Yeah. This, like, we're holding the fort down, Johnny, but I got to, yeah. I got to say, this feels lately like it's too fast, too furious. There's some mm. members of the family, but we don't have the collective unit of the family. Like, it's yeah. Five. And why do you think you take a hoe to a hotel? Because hotel everybody. <laughs> Ain't topping that. Ladies and gentlemen, join us next week for more 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 ridiculousness on the panel discussion. This is Will. That was Johnny. Remember not to take the hose to the hotels. <laughs>